welcome back to A Step Into History, the podcast that's about history. For those of you that are listening to this episode for the very first time, my name is Jace, and I recommend you starting from episode one, because there's a lot of information that we've been covering in just these past four episodes, and I don't want you all to be lost. For those of you that are joining us again, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm trying to cover as much information I can without it being too boring, because I know there's a lot of people out there that do find history boring. I'm not one of those people. I love history, and I'm continue, continuing to study even more history as the days go on. If you remember from the past episode, we talked about... Uh, the, the last pharaoh we talked about was Ramses, and how he was a good soldier, despite an earlier battle that he had. He was talked about a lot. He was able to create this great civilization in ancient Egypt. He was very prosperous. He was very popular and all these things. That's why we have so many records of him at that time. Now with this episode, we're going to kind of, we're going to begin with Egypt. We're going to kind of steer away from Egypt and I'll explain uh, all that in just a minute. But we've been talking about the pharaohs for a lot, a lot of time now for the past three episodes. This episode will be the the closing part of the Egypt section. This is, I think, the third episode, I think, of just Egypt. Um, The thing is that there is so, so much history on on Egypt itself that we cannot cover it all right now. It is nearly impossible. Let me explain to you real quick. They have a list of rulers of ancient Egypt online that you can look up. Uh, I simply just googled list of rulers of ancient Egypt and I found this amazing list. There are different dynasties that there were that has gone through. There have been some astronomical observations from ancient Egypt's Egyptians that have survived that helps us calculate and know the dates within a margin of error of these different pharaohs. In the Old Kingdom, what we found out so far is is around the 2649 to about the uh, 20, 20, uh, 2150 BC. This is part of the Old Kingdom, so roughly about 400 years or so. And now, the they don't start with Dynasty One or Dynasty Two. They actually, we actually start with Dynasty Three, and that's where we have a, a few different pharaohs that live for about 50 to 80 years or so, so an average lifespan. Um, some of those rulers, there's one of them at the last of, of Dynasty Three, whose name is Huni, which we did not cover very much about. Um, but that's you know the beginning of, of Egypt. At Dynasty or in Dynasty Four, where there was uh, a little bit more growth within within Egypt, this dynasty actually didn't last for more than uh, almost 200 years or so. So it's a really short period of time. But that's where there was a pharaoh Khufu, there was Khafre, there was Menkar, and you can look at the statues of all these different pharaohs and these different kings because we still have those today that you can go look. At, in museums at it's pretty fascinating um and then we go on to dynasty five dynasty five is 2465 to 2323 bc so roughly again about 200 years these dynasties don't last for super long periods of time because there's so much things that are changing throughout this time and within this dynasty we didn't cover any of these other pharaohs but there are some uh there's one that's called units which there's some interesting information on that one he was the final pharaoh of Dynasty Five. In Dynasty Six, 2323 to 2150 BC. So again, we're still thousands of years before uh, uh, BC, um, and it's interesting to find all this information. Uh, there's 
about seven different pharaohs within this dynasty as well. After this point, though, this that was the old, the ancient, old Egypt area. There's the first intermediate period. This first intermediate period is when they actually start to progress even quicker. This is 2150 to about 2030 BC. So again, not a very long period of time. Dynasties 8 through Dynasty 10 was 2150 to 2030. Here's the thing. We don't have a lot of information because this is a time when there was a lot of things happening. This is when uh, the there was the drought of the Nile. So there's all these things that are happening that they're trying to fix. So they, they can't have that time to to create uh, uh, literature or, or history about what's been happening. Then we go on to Dynasty 11 with the first half with about five different pharaohs where there's uh, Mentu Hotep. Uh, he was one of the later pharaohs of that dynasty. There are some works of art about about this pharaoh and the goddess uh, gods and goddesses that they worshipped. Then we arrive in the Middle Kingdom, which the Middle Kingdom is 2030 to 1640 BC. So this is a larger time period, and this is the second half of Dynasty 11. And there's even more pharaohs at this time. There's more of them named after that Mentuhotep. Uh, there's a second, there's a third, there's also a fourth. So you see right there, he was somebody that was quite um, popular and, and famous, and other pharaohs wanted to, to be named after this pharaoh. And then we get to Dynasty 12. And Dynasty 12 is when we start to get the uh, different, different arts. They start to create more of uh, hieroglyphics at this time. You can see some pictures on, on how they, they dress and some pictures on how they react at this time. They're different statues. Uh, then we arrive to Dynasty 13. Now this is 1802 to 1640 BC. This is the second intermediate. And, and this period it goes on uh, for about 100 years or so. Dynasties 14 through 16 were really quick. Those were uh, circa 1640 to 1635 BC. So really short amount of time. These, these two different dynasties. A lot of changes are happening in this period of time. In Dynasty 17... That's when we reach the time period of 1635 to 1550. So we're, we're starting to elongate the time again for these dynasties. This is when there was Emperor Tao I and Tao II. And Kamose, I, he was the, the late, latest pharaoh. He was only pharaoh for about eight years or so. So it was another short period of time for him. Then we get to Dynasty 18. Dynasty 18 is when we started this podcast, or when we started talking about the pharaohs. This is where Amenhotep I comes about. And Thutmose becomes about in Hatshepsut, who we talked about the first female pharaoh. And then there, uh, later on, there's Amenhotep IV, who was actually changed his name to Akhenaten. I'm not sure if I um, informed you all about that in the previous previous episode, but Akhenaten's first name was actually Amenhotep IV, named after some previous pharaohs, Amenhotep's. Um, now, this is uh, Dynasty 18 is 1550 to 1295 BC, so this is 300 years or so of this one dynasty that's all, all, over 10 different pharaohs of this time. After Akhenaten, of course, Amenhotep the, the fourth, we have uh, Neferneferuaten, who we talked about, Nefertiti, of course. Following her was uh, Smekare, which we have it listed here on the site saying that she is, uh, this person was another pharaoh. But like we were saying in the past episode, it is possible that this was the same person as Nefertiti. Um, following following that pharaoh, we have King Tut, 
who we have a lot we covered all that information who also lived for a short amount of time following him was Aya um, and this is when they started trying to get rid of that information about King Tut and um, Amenhotep IV or Akhenaten as we were talking about in this episode and then we arrive in Dynasty 19 in Dynasty 19 that's 1295 to 1186 BC uh, we've gone through a lot of time period a lot of different pharaohs at this point this is when Ramses comes out and then Seti and then Ramses II who we talked about in the last episode who brought about a lot of different um, important things into Egypt and brought them back to life basically and we get into Dynasty 20 so we have 20 different dynasties that are happening this is 1186 to 1070 BC now if you look at this section of the, the pharaohs at this time there are about 10 different pharaohs oh sorry excuse me 11 different pharaohs that are named Ramses so you go from that Ramses the third to Ramses the 11th so there's 11 different pharaohs that go by the name of Ramses and this is if you remember Ramses the second he was pharaoh from 1279 to 1213 BC this is almost a century later that this is still happening they remember him so much and then we reach the high priest of Amun era which is during this time period as well um, then we have the third intermediate period this is dynasties 21 22 uh, 23 24 all the way to uh, dynasty 30 so there's 30 different dynasties within ancient Egypt after which we reach the Macedonian period when we talk about which we'll, we'll get to this in a little bit too but we talk about Alexander the Great we talk about the Ptolemaic period they talk, we talk about we'll talk about uh, uh, Ptolemy and, and the different rituals that they had at that time um, and then of course we'll be talking about Cleopatra later on Cleopatra is about 194 to 176 BC So we've been talking about these pharaohs, this royalty that's been going throughout ancient Egypt. We've been talking about the pharaohs, their queens, their families, how they ruled, what they did during the ruling time, and all those type of things. But what we're going to talk about next is about the non-royalty aspect of ancient Egypt. The people that were not a part of the pharaohs' lives. The people that were, maybe they were slaves, maybe they were normal people that were leaving normal lives. We're going to be focusing on that. Now within the Bible, we get a lot of this information. We have this great text that gives us a lot of information about what happened back then. If you've read the Bible, then that's great. I, I've read the Bible, and it's kind of hard to get through. It's kind of hard to understand. That's why we have people that are professionals that can make it easier for us to know what's going on. But it's from this text and from a lot of other type of ancient um, writing that we know a little bit more information about these non-royalty people of ancient Egypt. So within the Bible, we know that it talks about the Hebrews who had been ruled over for many years. A lot of these people had given themselves over into slavery because of maybe they were poor or whatever was happening. They had to become slaves or it could be some other reasons, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Now, like I was saying, these Hebrews have been ruled over for many years. And in historical text, there is an, there is information about a people called the Habiru people. And they had made a living by hiring themselves out 
for various services. And so it is possible that these Habiru people were the Hebrews themselves. And in the Bible, there are Hebrews who are enslaved by the pharaohs, because apparently they became a threat to the Egyptians. If you look at the amount of Egyptians compared to the amount of Hebrews, it is drastic. There are a lot more Hebrews than there are Egyptians. And so that's another reason, another theory why the pharaohs enslaved them. There is the story of Moses, which a lot of people should know, how he was able to talk to the pharaoh and he made the different plagues happen, the different things happen to show that he had power from God and he's able to free the slaves and take them away from Egypt. Um, a really great movie about this is The Ten Commandments, which was uh, a few decades ago, but it's a really great movie. It shows you a lot of different things that are are pretty interesting to, to learn about. The Bible has a lot of information about this time period. And after Moses, it talks about the kingdom of David and how it's developed. It talks about the creation of the 12 tribes of Israel and, and how that began and who developed that and how that became to be. Um, one question I'd like to ask is, who were the 12 tribes of Israel? Who was, why, why are there just 12 of these tribes and why the number 12? Um, now within uh, Britannica.com, you can search this up too, but it says um, that the 10 lost tribes of Israel are 10 of the original 12 Hebrew tribes, which under the leadership of Joshua took possession of Canaan, the promised land, after the death of Moses. Okay, so we're going to pause that quote for a second. Uh, you've probably have heard about the 10 lost tribes of Israel. There are 12 total tribes that formed during Moses' time, and after his death, um, there was the split of the 10 and the other two. Now these to continue the quote from Britannica.com, it says that these 10 lost tribes, they were named after Asher, Dan, Ephraim, Gad, Isaacar, Manasseh, uh, Naphtali, Reuben, Simon, and also Zebulun. And now these are all sons or grandsons of Jacob who was following Moses. Okay. In 930 BC, the 10 tribes formed the independent kingdom of Israel in the north and the two other tribes, Judah and Benjamin, uh, set up in the kingdom of Judah that was in the south. Following the conquest of the northern kingdom by the Assyrians in 1721 BC, the ten tribes were gradually assimilated by other peoples and thus disappeared from history. Nevertheless, a, brief, uh, a belief persisted that one day the ten lost tribes of Israel would be found. Okay, that's the end of that quote from Britannica.com. So you can see right there, there's these 12 tribes, they get split up, they decide that they want to kind of live different lives, and this causes the Assyrians to come in and kind of take over these 10 tribes of Israel that, that later were lost. Um, so this is following King David and also King Solomon. Um, this is soon after that they died that, that this, these tribes were split. Um, and as these tribes tried to develop, that's when the Assyrian Empire came in and basically took over the, the ten tribes that lived in the north. Now, their their king, Jeroboam, was strong and brave, but he was not a very good king. This time frame is around 1020 to 922 BC. Um, this split that began caused a lot of different things to happen. Like it was saying in the quote, the, the Assyrian Empire, the Assyrians, they came in. Um, this is around the 8th century that they came in, and they basically capture these 10 tribes and they would actually use the people from these 10 tribes to fight their enemies they would use them in those wars they would use them for uh, 
whatever they could do to help win any other types of wars. And this caused, caused so much confusion, and the written history was not fully completed that we don't have everything we know about the Ten Tribes, except for we know how they were formed. Um, now, there were many prophets that followed during this time, which we're not going to go into detail about. We know that Moses had, was a prophet in the Bible. We know um, the ones that followed him, King David, King Solomon. Um, but later, there was King Nebuchadnezzar, who wanted the Jews or the Hebrews because he thought they were really smart. This began the distribution of the Jews, also known as uh, Diaspora. During this time, the Jews were spread everywhere, but then Nebuchadnezzar wanted them exiled. Uh, and when the Jews were exiled, they could only take what they could carry as they were rushed out. So the books from the Bible were created in this way, and they were condensed because they were asked to leave in such a quick manner. What we have now is the Bible because of this. That's why there's so many different jumping around points that are within the Bible. There's so many parts that don't flow together very well. It's because these ancient Hebrews were were collected and then they were dispute, distributed, then they were exiled. And during this ex, exile time, they had to collect what they could and move on. So there's a lot of other history that we don't have because of this King Nebuchadnezzar. Now later on, Cyrus, which is in 600 uh, BC to roughly 530 BC, the, he was a patron who had delivered the Jews from the exile. Basically, he, he welcomed them back. He was the king of Persia. He was the monarch under the Babylonians' captivity um, once that was ended. Uh, what this means is that King Cyrus allowed the Jews to return to Jerusalem, to return to Israel. But remember, this is decades after they were exiled. So this text that they had together was more formed, and that's what they had. They had nothing else. And this is the end of the prophets which is called the, the Rabbinical Judaism. Um, there aren't any prophets, but there are teachers. Now, these teachers are, are basically the rabbis. The rabbis are teachers who are teaching what they had from previous prophets. They had that Bible text that they could go off of to be able to teach this information that they heard from previous uh, uh, prophets. Now, an inter interesting fact is that the Hebrew word for God is El, E-L. Um, and so within the Bible, it talks about Elohim. Now, the definition of Elohim, El is, is God, but the ending part is pluralized, meaning that there's uh, multiple people are being being uh, uh, over or under this one God. And so the Hebrews are monotheists, and there is only one God to them. Now, in the Torah, we have the laws that were set up by Moses. There are 613 different laws, and they are positive and negative laws. What this means is that with a positive law, you can be uh, it says you have to be at this location. I mean that you you must be here. Then a negative law is that you have you can have to be anywhere else but this place. So it's more of a restricting. That's what positive and negative laws kind of mean. The laws were trying to ensure everything was being covered, both positive and negative. The justice is direct. They had at this time, and it was applied action. I mean that it happened right away. One of these laws that was set in the Torah was that these rabbis were not to trim their beards or the corners of their hair. If you look at pictures of some Orthodox Jews nowadays, they have long hair coming down the side of their face. Now, there's some interesting things about this. There's actually meanings behind this. What it is, is it's a reminder for them of things that, ne that they need to be following. Um, when these ancient times were going on, there was a lot of different crops, a lot of different farms that were going on. And on these different crops and on these different farms, 
you had edges of your crops that usually they weren't great and so you would just trim those and get rid of them and that would be that but what was being taught to these jews is that they would not cut their hair therefore they should not be cutting the edge of their crops now why would they not cut the edge of their crops was that was, that was for the foreigners to use for the poor to use so basically kind of giving them some sort of uh, free free stuff for them to survive and they had always been taught to give also another thing that was taught is that they cannot deny justice of people that are in poverty in jewish laws so that means that they cannot deny any any type of justice that there might be So this Jewish community had laws set in place. They had to understand what justice was. They had to know what a positive and a negative law were when they were required to be in a place or when they were required to stay away from a place. And with all these types of things going on, it's easy to understand how their culture and everything developed at that time. Another thing that I like to point out, though, is that the Jews were not fans of war. They're very against it. I had mentioned earlier uh, King David. Uh, King David actually was not allowed to build the temple because he had wars on, in his past and because of the, the beliefs that they had, a temple would not be built during his time. After he, he passed away, King Solomon, who did not have any wars in his past, did not have any blood on his hands, he was allowed to build the temple. That's why it's the Temple of Solomon. Now, this is important to understand because this is how they lived their lives. This is how it was. Now, we had earlier talked about in this podcast about chattel slavery. What chattel slavery is, we'll do a real quick recap. It's uh, where you don't have any rights. You have zero rights of your own body. uh, An easy way to remember this is that it's similar to uh, cattle. Chattel, cattle sounds a little bit similar. Cattle have no rights. Cattle are are pinned up. They're made to do things a certain way. Um, This chattel slavery is, is, is very much like that. What we need to understand is that these Hebrews that had sold themselves into slavery or became slaves were not this type of slavery. Now, there's a question, why, why were they not this type of slavery? Why were they not um, in this category of slavery? Why did they have rights to their body or what was it exactly? What actually has been um, recorded is that there is a jubilee year. Now, this jubilee year happens every seven years. Now, what happens during this time is that the slaves are freed. And so this would not qualify as child slavery. Child slavery is their entire lives. They are enslaved. This jubilee year gives them that option or that ability to be free. And so it's important to understand a lot about the slavery. We know a few things about slavery. We know there's a lot of history history of slavery throughout all of time. Um, One thing we have to understand is that history will always show that there has been slavery. Uh, It's something that we shouldn't be agreeing with. It shouldn't be something that's positive, but it's something we have to understand that that has happened throughout all of history. Now, uh, switching topics for a second. Uh, Something that's not talked about about a lot is what happens in these societies around these areas. What's happening with these people? What are they doing in their day-to-day lives? Now, one thing we need to make sure we understand, and I address this situation in 
um, an earlier episode of, episode of the podcast. But we we need to understand that our today's norms are different than history's norms. The the normalities that we have now are not the same back in the past. There are certain words that we say now that um, you know earlier in time we didn't know that it was something that had to be adjusted. So it could be 20 years ago, there could be a phrase that was okay at that time, and right now it is not okay. And that's something we need to understand is that during these historical times, we cannot judge these people or this these type of um, things according to today's standards. Because slavery was a normal thing that happened. That Jubilee year was a normal thing that happened. Every seven years, people were, were freed, but they were slaves for at least seven years. And so the reason why I mentioned this is that there were rituals that were done during this time. And back in these days, it was normal in these different societies to have sacrifices. They sacrificed animals. They sacrificed a lot of different things. They even had sacrifices of children. It was a normal thing that happened at this time. Now, the specifics into who they were sacrificing exactly, or or most of the time it was normally goats or anything like that, because that's what they had at the time. That was something that's normal. We don't have every single detail about this, but we know that there were sacrifices. And now that's going to be the ending of this episode of this podcast. Uh, we covered some information about the the non royalty of the ancient Egyptian era or area. We talked about the Hebrews and the Jews, and there's some more information we're going to talk about the Jews in a few more episodes. Um, there are a lot of things that happens to the Jews that are that need to be spoken about um, one in particular is during world war ii of course which we'll address that uh, when that time comes now the next episode we're going to talk about is the era of, of crises which is around 1200 bc because this is jumping around not time-wise but area-wise we'll discuss the different the difference about the the hittites um, we'll talk about the different um things that the like the different sea peoples there might be so we're going to discuss a lot more things so i'll explain more in this next episode i hope you enjoy this episode i know we covered a lot of different pharaohs we covered a lot of, a lot of information about the jews um but hopefully you enjoyed it please make sure you subscribe and keep listening to these i almost have the website ready for us to use and that's going to be a platform so we can ask questions we can communicate back and forth be kind of like a blog kind of situation so we can have this conversation online instead of just me chatting the whole time anyways if you have any other ideas on some other podcasts you'd like me to do just let me know um, on this website once it's finished and we'll be sure to, to get to those thanks for listening everyone and have a good day